So it's been quite a stressful week. In fact, it's been a very, very stressful week. It was a very, very stressful Sunday. I seem to be on episode 21 here, which is, is quite impressive, really. I never thought I'd do more than about three of these. So, uh, yeah, if this is a bit echoey, it's because I'm recording it in a slightly different way, which I will uh, explain and on. Welcome to episode 21 of Mr. Bird Pods. Yes, yeah, so I've been recording into my uh, microphone on my headphones, into my phone, and then transferring that over onto the computer. But it was very hissy, and I was having trouble getting rid of the hiss because once I got rid of the hiss, my voice went funny because of the way you have to do it. So I am now recording directly into my computer, and because the room is rather large, not palatial, uh, the sound quality tends to be a bit echoey. So. Um, but there shouldn't be any noise in the background. So just bear with me on that one. I'm sure no one cares as long as they can hear my mellifluous voice. That served me right for using that word. So it's a bit um, a bit sunny today. I've had the curtains opened, closed, open, closed, open, closed. They're now open um, so I can see outside, but it is a bit hot. I seem to think this is our last week of summer before we all dive into the doom of a lockdown winter which we're all looking forward to um so yes it's been very stressful this weekend but first there goes a white van never seen one of those before first i was sitting here this morning doing some work looking out over the road to the gate and the man was standing outside he had a baseball hat on and um sort of light jacket over a t-shirt and shorts and uh, uh and um stood there for ages sort of looking at the gate couldn't work out what he was doing he was that he read the security sign he'd stuck on at one point and then i missed actually what happened but the next time i looked up the gate's open and she's there and he's just handing her and i couldn't see them all because they were all on the pavement behind a parked car this endless supply of shopping bags They'd obviously been to the shop, bought the groceries for, it seemed like, 25 years. Presumably, for some reason, I don't know why they can't use their front door. It's a complete mystery to me why they can't go through their front door. I can only think it must have, I don't know what their car is. The car must have been parked nearby. He'd emptied the boot of the car of all the shopping, put it all on the ground, and was waiting for her to open the gate. So then he, like, passes it all to her. Why couldn't she, why, A, can't they take it? I know, I know these aren't world um changing problems that i'm getting in a twizzle about but why can't they a go to the front door or b why can't she just answer the door straight away he's just standing there like an idiot for ages so then this he was like you know one bag two bags so he just went on forever um and then uh, they just sort of stood around and looked at them and then eventually one of them closed the gate it's just weird behavior and the children are just continuing to scream. It's driving me up the wall. So, yes, no, very stressful yesterday because um, I had had a shower in the morning, as you do, Sunday morning. And then uh, the other one had a shower, at which point there is a knock on the door and the downstairs neighbour saying they've got water coming into their downstairs bathroom. So I go into their flat and indeed in their downstairs bathroom there is water we did have a big discussion about what the word pouring meant. I did say pouring, which might have exaggerated a bit, but it wasn't dripping. 
it was coming through fairly steadily there they've got recessed lights two recessed lights in the ceiling and fortunately pouring straight into the bath which was underneath so it wasn't doing any floor damage and the lights were on working all right so that was all um um sorry it's just two people talking to each other um that was all you know i i was quite calm i was surprising calm screamed turn the water off now because i know as soon as you tell some other person to do something they don't want to do it or they want to be given a reason why they should do it and uh so the water did go off uh continued to come through the ceiling the light fittings but eventually stopped uh anyway so we had an exciting um sunday when i had to put all my plans on it's the same white car going past again what are they doing Oh, she's oh, no, going over there now. Oh, she's obviously gone to the wrong place. Um, so, uh, yeah, so I, I am probably quite capable of doing DIY, but absolutely no interest in it whatsoever. So I basically hide and other people do the work. So I got on with the cooking while the side of the bath was taken. Oh, and another one. Now that car's been parked outside our house for ages, and I don't know whose it is. And now's my big chance to find out because they're just pulling up and I can see who gets out. Oh, and there's the same white van again. God, it's like deja vu. I'm in some sort of weird time zone or something. Um, oh, and he said, I've never seen her before. Where does she live? Why is she parking her car there? And why can't you go and park it somewhere else? Anyway, um, that's next to the oil tree. Have I mentioned the oil tree? I can't remember. I'm getting a bit worried now that I'm going to start repeating myself with the anecdotes. So, um, yeah, we got the side of the bath off and realised there was the pipe that the water goes down the drain straight into and then goes basically out of the house, out of the flat. Um, a joint had come comp and completely come apart uh, now there had been so the way basically the water was just going straight um there's a hole cut into the uh floorboards just underneath the drain because that's where all the pipes go down below the board um floorboards so basically what was happening was the water was just literally pouring straight into this hole gushing um fortunately went through the lighting downstairs because otherwise it would have gone it could have collected somewhere and then uh, after time the ceiling would have collapsed so be thankful for small mercies oh you see i took my eye off the ball there i don't know where that woman in the red car went anyway um there's still a very long conversation going on at the end of the road very sporty looking conversation so um yeah so that was fine and we managed to get we tried to screw the um pipe back together again but uh, it wasn't happening so we managed to get uh, one of our mini plumbers in <laughs> a little sort of standby selection of plumbers uh, he came he lives in brighton so it just so happened he was up in highgate today he came over this morning which was lovely and um fixed it quite easily but it needs uh, needs a little more work so he's going to come back so fortunately he managed to sort the joint out without having to replace anything so um that was all a big relief because i could have been quite hysterical about all that i have visions of not being able to here we go the conversation has broken up 
never seen that woman either. I'll tell you, for days I actually see someone I recognise in our tiny little street, uh, the end of which goes from nowhere to the other end, which goes nowhere, uh, will be a miracle. In fact, even my downstairs neighbour, who we were busy flooding yesterday, she said, do you ever sit by your, when we were chatting yesterday, and she said, do you ever sit by your window and look out? Of course, I said, no, <laughs> never do that. Um, and uh, she said, because she said, the amount of people that walk up and down this road that I've never seen before in my life. And I said, no, it's just incredible, isn't it? They're violating the cat out of the back. Oh, no, she knows the woman in the red car's back with a man. And they're now, they're doing their shopping trip. They seem to be getting loads and loads of shopping out of the boot. And then just walking off and leaving the boot open. I can't see where they've gone. I could if I opened the window and stuck my head out. But I think that might be a bit much. See, I wouldn't just leave my boot open like that. Call me old-fashioned. So, um, yeah, so she said, you know, isn't it weird that all these people just go up and down the road that you've never seen before? Where are they all going? Who are they? I said, no, it's just really peculiar. So it isn't just me. We're all at it. We're all sitting in the window looking out, wondering who's that person with the red, <laughs> in the red car. So that, yeah, that was a traumatic Sunday. So uh, fortunately, the bath got fixed quite quickly. And uh, it was a bath shower. The shower goes into the bath and uh, or bath i better say bath to keep darren happy and um it's dribbling a little bit and the plumber's going to come back and seal it properly but he was in a right state um his life's awful at the moment um and it put my life into perspective um really some people are just having such terrible times terrible terrible times so um oh she's back again I can't, I mean, how much shopping? Oh, no, he's back. How much shopping? I see, they're quite a young couple. I've never seen them before. Their car's been sitting there recently, and I've been wondering about it. I've never seen them before, unless they've just moved in. God, it's like watching Wading Through Treacle. So, yes, yeah, so I'm feeling refreshed after the holiday. I'm sort of back to normal and accepting that things are not well they're back to the weird normal and at least it's nice having a sunny week um i, I think i don't know whether i'm letting my guard down we did throw caution to the wind and go out for a meal on Saturday, friday night we went to the local pub uh and bumped into the hippies well one of the hippies the hippie family obviously stalking me because of the podcast um Actually, she's having a rotten time at the moment. I shouldn't tease her, but I'm just going to mention her now because I know she's having a bad time and this will cheer her up. Um, and, uh, yeah, so I was stalked to the restaurant. But they've got, it's the local pub and they've got um, an outdoor seating area. And because we'd gone mad and thrown caution to the wind and had a meal out on holiday, we thought Friday night we'd have a meal out there. And it was very nice, actually, other than the fact the starter came at the same time as the uh, main meals, which I thought was going to be... Uh, I thought there might be an incident, but there wasn't, thank God. Um, it was very nice. But, of course, we can't keep eating out all winter because it's going to get cold. But then, of course, they do in Scandinavia. They've got heaters up and they give you blankets and stuff and people just sit outside all year round, no matter what the temperature is, unless it's uh, deep snow. So uh, that'll be interesting to see. So, yeah, so we've had a couple of meals out. Um, you know, and I had a private yoga lesson. Yes, yes. Had a private yoga class with my lovely yoga teacher, who I've only ever seen on Zoom because um, 
he was the yoga teacher at the H Club, which then closed. And I never, and I never went to any of his sessions because they were always nine o'clock in the morning, and there's no way I was going to drag my huge yoga mat through rush hour for a nine o'clock in the morning session. So um, uh, he started doing an Instagram one when we went into lockdown and uh, H Club went virtual. Uh, and then they stopped that because the H Club went into negotiations about whether they were going to stay open or not. And then um, he just basically zooms his own um, yoga lessons from where he works. So I've been doing yoga for ages and ages and ages, probably about eight or nine years. And I've got terribly, terribly tight hips because my legs are a bit skew if. Um, and even sitting cross-legged is just really difficult for me. Um, so I just wanted to know if there's a few adjustments I could make that could make, I mean, I hate, I mean, I did confess to him, huge confession. I just said, I, I hate downward dog. It's the one thing that everybody associates with yoga, you know, that downward dog or putting your leg in that pretzel thing, which I certainly can't do. And um, I loathe that. I absolutely loathe downward dog. And I can't, I can never keep it up for the whole time that, that, that it runs through in the class. I always just give up in a huff. Um, and there's this sort of little a selection of movements that all go together that I'd obviously got into a model over so he clarified all that and he was absolutely lovely really really lovely and um uh I was completely in tune with how he was talking about mind and body and he's not into um all the um all the yin yang stuff that goes along with yoga and that I don't mind but I just uh times like these that I don't find it very helpful let's put it that way uh, he's just sort of about you know your mind and the body on a sort of practical breathing exercise uh, way which is very good suited me down to the grounds so that was lovely so I met him for the first time in my own flat which is quite odd um, and he thinks I'm called Bert <laughs> because <laughs> he keeps calling me Bert all the time I've got the heart to say well I actually have told him that's not my real name but I think he's so used to calling me Bert he just continues so um Oh, somebody walking past. Everyone's looking very sunny today. Um, and uh, yes, I mean, I let him in the house. And um, why wouldn't you? But I suppose it is a bit risky because you're in a confined space. I mean, I open the window and then the plumber's here and he's, you know, going in and out of people's houses. So you sort of just got to get on with life, really. Um, we've booked to go to an exhibition tomorrow, no, Wednesday. Uh, when I'm meeting Mrs. Barney. Have I got a name for... Um, I th yeah, anyway, Mrs. Barney is the person I mentioned most podcasts. So I'm meeting Mrs. Barney uh, for tea uh, because her dad very, very kindly rescued my old computer. In fact, I must remind her that's the point of us meeting. It's for her to give it back to me. Turns out Mrs. Barney lives around the corner from Darren. The irony of that, I can't begin to explain to listeners, but anyway, just accept the irony is huge. So, um, yeah, and Darren was quite mellow on Friday, it had to be said, on our podcast meeting, because he'd had a little trip away. He's not very bright, and had done a, a coastal path walk, except uh, the coastal path walk had been closed, because the cliffs had eroded. So he seemed to, at some point, be uh, chased off uh, land by a gun. No, he wasn't, I'm exaggerating, but he had to basically play dumb and get off this landowner's property which he shouldn't have been on but he had to get on because basically the cliff was collapsing and then another point seemed to be climbing down the ladder oh, oh really you know 
not really, it's actors they're not very bright i know he's a psychotherapist but you know they're not very bright actors and um so yeah so he's quite cheerful at the moment which is quite nice and i'm going to see him in a couple of weeks all being well as we're all in lockdown so yes a bit of social week with mrs barney for tea and then um i next week i'm starting a four-week audio course uh, writing for radio which i'm quite excited about and i paid for so that's like a proper course and I'm doing um, a f- unbelievable that it's free free course with that Robert Ike, my absolute favourite uh, theatre director, is doing every Monday. Um, although he's now based in uh, is it Belgium or Holland? Holland. Who can blame him? And I think he's up north of this country. Oh, that's a uh, bird from the clock. And. It was a woodpecker. And um, yeah, that's amazing. Well, it's amazing. I'm turning into Darren. It's not amazing. It's brilliant. Uh, so I did one last week, first one last week, and doing another one tonight. So that's that. And then uh, the H Club had a little writing group. It was a, quite a big writing group. They're carrying on, thanks to the lovely Mark Haywood, who ran it. And uh, he does a very, very interesting podcast, which I might just quickly pluck, actually, because it's most interesting. It's aimed at writers, but what he does is he talks to people who are sort of experts or do unusual jobs. So it works on two levels if you want to write about something unusual and uh, it's just a little bit of research for you or open doors you might not think about but then it's just basically very interesting interviews with people who do quite unusual jobs so um the one i listened to was uh it was on true crime but he was basically was talking to a very upmarket no he wasn't a private detective but he did a lot of sort of private law work um and was was really interesting uh and then he's also I haven't listened yet but he, i know he also i think i plugged this on the other podcast talked to una o'brien who was the woman the coordinator of the um sex scenes in uh sex education and um the irish thing and i can't remember uh normal people i can't remember what she's called phys- uh, something coordinator uh so she basically makes actors feel safe for obviously what they're doing very intimate and obviously very important nowadays so obviously if you wanted to write sex scenes she would an interesting person to listen to but if you're just interested in what she does because it's a very unusual job uh it's a really good thing so anyway it's called behind the spine uh podcast and i think you can find it. it's not on bbc sounds but i think if you just google behind the spine podcast mark haywood h-e-y would you can find it so a little plug there for mark and um anyway he's hoping to do an anthology of short stories and poems so i've written a short story um which turned out to be about my mom not surprisingly um this little sort of ghost story which i'm really quite proud i'm actually quite proud of it so the harsh critics going to give it a read over i was talking to her earlier on uh had a nice chat with her um she's all right and um although i think we might be renaming her aunt fanny I'm not sure whether it's a harsh critic, the harsh cricket, or Aunt Fanny. She actually got a podcast uh, dedicated to her a couple of weeks ago, which she wasn't bothered listening to. And um, oh, here comes a. Who's that? I don't go to the neighbour downstairs. Um, so, um, oh, there's a man on his bike. Yeah, get on the road. 
I'm sick of people. Now, there's also a little yellow car which has been parked. Oh, it's a very exciting afternoon, actually, because the yellow little yellow car has been parked behind the red car for ages, and I've never seen who that car belongs to. So I am on my 20 minutes, but I'm going to drag this out because I want to see who gets out of the yellow car because they're just backing up and parking now. So basically, I'm trying to keep my writing. I'm trying to focus on writing, um, doing some courses, trying to, you know, the short story thing's got a deadline, so that's always good for me. Uh, and Darren's, I don't want to plug Darren too much, but he does have a some sort of a theatre group called Damn Cheek, uh, his name being Darren Cheek. And uh, they're trying to keep alive and afloat by uh, doing Zoom readings of plays and sort of semi-stage things. Actually, I have to, I want to plug tomorrow, Darren, and it is very good. He's doing um, Diary of a Nobody. If you Google Damn Cheek, Diary of a Nobody he's uh it's sort of a semi-staged monologue and it's i hate to say it but it's very good oh it's a very stylish young man in cool glasses and a purple t-shirt and i wasn't expecting him to get out for some reason i was expecting a woman to get out of the yellow car there you go obviously it looks like a woman's car for some reason don't know why don't know who he is can't see where he's gone that was less exciting than i thought it was going to be um yeah so his um diving madman is very good although it sounds really depressing and it is about someone having a breakdown he does it very well so um yeah so they try and do a sort of a reading every three or four weeks or a sort of semi-staged they up to the ante with uh the way they filmed um diver no is it diver did nobody can't even remember what it's called now uh yeah so i think i'm going to draw to a close because i'm on to 22 minutes now um i hope everybody is well um i'm doing okay i think and um yeah, it's been quite a little busy road today probably going to be uh nights drawing in aren't they oh here comes open reach that's a big surprise never seen one of those vans down our road before um the nights are starting to draw in aren't they uh i oh i finished did i say i finished my coach to 5k haven't been keeping up as well as i should but that's partly not my fault um i'll speak to you all next week hope you're taking care and thank you for listening